You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thanks for coming back to join me and Hal Luftig as we continue our conversation with the final five questions. He opens up about how much he adores Otter McDonald. I mean, who doesn't? And why it's so important to trust your gut. I'm your host, Patrick Oliver-Jones, and this is The Final Five. So here we go. The first question, if you could have any other job outside of the arts, what would it be? I would do something that involved uh, public, whether that be, you know, some kind of customer relations or something. Uh, I enjoy interacting with with a lot of people in the public. So something in that sector. I don't know exactly what. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I yeah, something out front. Yeah, or interacting with people. Right. Even teaching. I love that. I do that sometimes. I'm asked as a guest to come in and talk to a class and stuff like that. And I, I love that too. Number two, what is a, uh, a bucket list show or, or, or maybe an actor that you've wanted to work with? What, what's, what's on your list of things? Audra McDonald. <laughs> in fact, we are trying to work on a project together. This is, again... An example of why things take forever. You know, she's very busy, and then we have a we we have an actress that we'd love to play opposite her, but they need to read the script together. Getting that to happen, it's been a year now. Um, hmm. But I've said this to her, so I'm not saying anything out of school. When we do get to work together, uh, I will just on opening night will lay down on the ground and say, "Lordy, take me now," because. I've, I, there's nothing else to, I've come to the peak, you know, and when I told her, she was so funny, she looked at me and she said, oh, honey, you need to get out more. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I have other things on my bucket list, but yeah, I would add that as well. I, th- I think to be in the same room with someone as gifted and... I want to be part of something, creating something that she's in, you know. All right, number three, uh, who is it that you look up to, whether it's a mentor or someone that inspires you in your work? Well, of course that changes over time, but the one constant, uh, Manny Eisenberg, uh, when I was growing up and a kid and he was you know, producing Neil's, Neil Simon's plays and things like that, I would get very excited. In fact, you know, it was the days of the New York Times ad was all we had. And I would run in and say, Mom, Mom, Manny Eisenberg has a new show, you know, because I was reading The Times and she probably had no idea what she would do. That's nice. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> and getting to work with him uh, the few times I had, it was, I would sit there and pinch myself and go, it's really Manny. I'm talking to Manny. You know, so was, now, what was it about him that, that triggered this response? In well, you? I loved the shows that he produced. Um, you know, and, and as I got to know him, I just, he's, he's, I love his demeanor. I love his sense of humor. Um, um, he's just to me, like the consummate, uh, producer. He, he's nobody's fool. He doesn't suffer fools gladly. He knows exactly what's going on at every moment. And yet he kind of does it in this way where you're like, oh, I'm not sure if he's aware of, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, I, I just, I just love his whole you know, spirit. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was the high, one of the highlights of getting to work with my hero. Yeah. All right. Number four, we, we've touched on it a bit, but maybe you can narrow it down. Name a lesson or trait that took you a while to learn, or maybe one that you're still learning today. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. It usually doesn't steer me wrong. And the times that I haven't, or I've been talked out of something or into something, it usually does not have great con. You know, it doesn't usually end happily, as they say. Uh, so the one thing I've learned is, is I might not be right, but I, I'm listening to my bad inner voice that's telling me, you know, don't do this or don't, you know, yeah. So, so where does the elevator in Millie fall? Was that? Trust your gut. I, <laughs> I, well, that one, you know what? I'm going to be really honest, Patrick. That was a learning experience. I was sort of new. I was the first time I was a lead producer. And um, my gut didn't tell me no. My gut said, oh, that makes sense. But the lesson I took from that was now I know when a director or designer wants something of that magnitude to actually question, A, how much to build it, B, how much to get it into the theater, and C, how much is it going to cost on a weekly basis to operate, you know? Um, if it's something of that magnitude, if, if, the, if the question is, can we just have another dress? You know, I usually don't dig my heels in, even if my gut says, we don't need another dress. The problem is not the dress. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I, but now if a, a Millie situation were to happen today, I would handle it completely differently. Yeah. Because yeah, it's about trusting your gut, but also educating that gut along the way. Yes. A little, right. And learning that. I want to say, your gut doesn't wake up in the morning and say, hey, let's like really screw over Hal. I'm making him do something that's going to be disastrous. No, you know, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. All right, here we are at number five. What is the best advice you have received? It would be, if I'm kind of paraphrasing, is don't let the totality of the task of producing a new show overwhelm you to make you feel like you can't do it. Um, and I, and I kind of live by that. You know, when I start a new show, it's like looking at Mount Vesuvius. I have to climb Mount Vesuvius, but instead of looking at it that way, I look at it, you know what, just put one foot in front of the other and then the other foot in front of the other. And eventually, you know, it might be a tough climb, but you will get to the top of the mountain. And that, you know, is sort of what somebody taught me and something that I try to pass on to others who ask, you know, how do I produce or what, you know, what do I have to do? 
Um, is so that would be it. It'd just be uh, don't let the totality of the task overwhelm you and, and, and paralyze you with fear or anxiety. And so would you say that you have a basic blueprint that you follow for every show or is every show really different when it comes to that process? Every show is different, but the basic tenet is the same. Because if I sat down and looked at the enormity of creating a new show, which I have several in the pipeline now, God only knows you know, when we can get back to it, um, but I have several in the pipeline now, and I'm in that exact place. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, we have to write this, and you know, how do we stage it, and who's going to, you know, where do we go with it now? Town. I just, you know, I catch myself and I say, you know, just stop. One foot in front of the other. Do today we have to, you know, hire the the composer. You know, tomorrow we'll do something. But I don't think of it, you know, you know, and all these things I have to do because it would just paralyze me with fear and anxiety about how am I going to do that? You know, um, so I just, I, I try to heed my own advice <laughs> and just think one foot one day in front of the other. Some days I play a little game with myself. I say, you know what, Al, it's 2 p.m. You just have to get to 3 p.m. And then mm -hmm. I would say, Ooh, you just have to get to 4 p.m. Because there's so much going on that if you think, how, you know, I'm sure everyone's felt this when they wake up in the morning at some point. I can't do everything. I, you know, the, what I have to do today is just, you know, enormous. I'm just going to stay in bed. And, you know, you can't really do that. You get out and you, that's a little game. Like I said, I play with myself. Just get to the next hour. Get to the next hour. You know, and then before you know it, the day is done and you've accomplished a lot of stuff. Before you know it, you're standing back at the theater and going, it's opening that curtain is going up and you think, how the hell did we get to this place? You know? <laughs> yeah, because all of a sudden, six years, like even with Avita, seems I mean, like it was 10 minutes ago. You know, when it's happening, yeah. But you just have to, that's what I do. I just keep moving forward. Well, thank you so much, Hal. This has been, it's really been great to have you on oh, the podcast. It's been great for me too. And it's great seeing you again. And I know, I know. It's It's been too long. Yeah, we're yeah. way too long. So yeah, yeah. Uh, when, when we're out of quarantine, when we're out of quarantine, we'll have to do a face-to-face -face <laughs> again. <laughs> All right, my friend. Thank you so much for having me and be safe. Be healthy, and hopefully we'll see each other soon. Many thanks to Hal, and thank you for joining us for our conversation. I know I certainly gleaned a lot of information from all the insights and all the stories that Hal had to tell. Well, there will be more stories next week with Andrew Lippa, as he and I sit down and reminisce about the days when we worked together in the Adams Family National Tour and about his early days in finding his voice as both a composer and a lyricist. I'm your host, Patrick Oliver-Jones, and I'll see you next time on Why I'll Never Make It. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 